Welcome to Everything Scary. My name is Lynn, and I'm here with my co-host, local celebrity. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, international celebrity. Thank you. Matt McLean. Hello, hello. <laughs> Every Tuesday, we release a new episode, mostly true crime, but we've also been known to cover a pandemic, a haunting, a super mad, super strong chimpanzee. We'll cover anything and everything scary. Please rate us five stars and join us on Instagram at Everything Scary Pod. Here we go. Are you going to stop? No, it's recording. Please stop. What? <laughs> the eye contact. You haven't blinked in 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. I need you to stop right now. Hey, girl. Especially, this is a Patreon episode, so you have not been wearing clothes this entire time. That is true, and my <laughs> eyes are up here. Wow. <laughs> I can't miss them. <laughs> <laughs> can't so, stop hearing. We love you, Patreon. You know what? We really do. Mm-hmm. You're going to be signing cards today, right? Yep. I got the new ones. I got uh, Michelle, Melissa, Megan, Mandy, Matthew, and Jess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jess. Jess, oh, come on. We need you to have an M name. Yeah. I wonder if when Jess gets into it a little bit and gets a little drinky-poo, if she's, she's m- Messica. <laughs> Gotta be, right? Ayo. So, you know what? I'm going to skip the biz. We've already recorded two episodes today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to get down to business here. Okay. So we love you guys. You're our favorite people. Let's get down. Let's you you get got down. us. And everybody's still here, regardless of Matt talking about his toe knuckles. Mm-hmm. So. Shockingly. I think I mentioned it in the last one, but I wanted to mention to the Patreons directly that if you receive a card from us and you get some random drawing of uh, anyone in the Lori Vallow case, mm-hmm. sorry to be weird. It's just kind of, I was helping Matt along with the story and uh, he couldn't bear to throw out. I definitely needed them. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. And remember what happened with Joseph Ryan? Joseph Ryan. Yeah. No. When he died, his, his oh, card fell down. Oh, the bent over. He, that literally was the second weird. I said it. You're like, look what that just happened. That was weird. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, you can hear it in live. I don't really buy into any of that crap, but man, that scared the crap out of me. Like, there's not even, is there, was the fan on? There's there's not even really a draft. No. I mean, sometimes there's a breeze. It depends on if you had taco night. If we record <laughs> on a Wednesday after you and your family have taco Tuesday, like, crack the window. <laughs> Here comes Lynn. <laughs> That is not true. Everybody knows. Yo, classic Lynn. <laughs> Just classic Lynn. Everyone knows that ladies don't do that. She's like, hey, man. I'm like, oh, my God, Lynn, I love that dress. She's like, it's not a dress. It's a romper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like a pretty toot. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry if we're creepy. It is what it is. Yeah. Matt couldn't bear to throw these things away. And I said, you know what? You shouldn't take them home. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. So... We decided, we met in the middle. Yeah. And we decided to send After them out to I you. I insisted. Yeah. This, this is fine art. Yes. Yeah. All right. Lady? He compared me to Robert Bateman, which <laughs> you guys might not know. He's a Canadian uh, Ever heard artist. Of him? And uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm as good as Robert Bateman, but I guess other people would. I don't know. That's everybody else's. I don't know. That's what <laughs> you do. I don't know. I don't think I'm doing that. <laughs> So this case, I was inspired to tell because of the recent accident where the mini sub exploded. Yes. With five people on board uh, who were going to try and get a look at the wreckage of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you how you feel about that particular. Um, well, it's always sad when people die. Having said that, it was one of the most captivating news stories. Like, I, I was obsessed with it. Right. I think my opinion is... I didn't realize how unregulated deep sea exploration is and how dangerous it is. To me, you're more likely to die in the ocean 
than deep in diving space. than in space on a space station. Like, and there are so many regulations to get up to space. Yeah. This just seems like you could start a company, get some investors, and reinvent the submarine. How do you feel about the wealthiness of the people on board? Well, I'm always I always hate people that have more than me as that's more of a jealousy thing. Well, these guys were in like the zero point zero one percent. Yeah. Uh what do you mean? Like just I just like, I've noticed a lot of people are like the um, comparison to like the migrants. Like well, the, they're the they're media? ridiculing them because, you know, with the money that was spent just to go and see the basically this No, listen, because if I had I'd be doing stupid shit too. Yeah, like yeah. I I you know, listen, I, I like pro wrestling. I'd spend an ins- if I had a lot of money, the amount of money I would spend on going to see like a good WrestleMania or something, yeah. people would be like, "Oh, that opulence is disgust." So I can't really see. Right. We all have our thing. Nobody gave a shit until this made headlines anyways. I that, didn't even this, know it was a thing. These guys were obsessed. Because I am not in the 0.01%. All right. I, I was like, you can pay to go see the Titanic? Yeah. That's different. I mean, and I, I think it also launched a refascination of the Titanic. Like, well, do you know who was allegedly, I don't know how factual this is, but apparently Mr. Beast was supposed to be on board. Yeah. Did you hear that? I saw that. Yeah, there was a couple of people that have come out. And so like he was the he, most famous, but... But if he went down, like, wouldn't we feel worse? Because he's been very generous with his money. Yeah, and I think billionaires are kind of eccentric. And so you kind of, I almost write off billionaires as being like of normal thought in mind because they're so out of it. But there's always that, like, Iron Man had Pepper Pot, you know, the had Gwen, you need that right hand man, that right hand assistant to say, hey, listen, um, this is crazy. Yeah. All the people that know deep sea exploration have written letters to shut this company down. Yeah. I know you really want to go. I'm super glad that you brought Iron Man into this because I know that <laughs> when I'm making a lot of my life decisions, I think to myself, what would Iron Man do? Where's Pepper Potts when you need her? <laughs> but yeah, my daughter, um, she loves Mr. Beast. And she's like, he's so great. He gives away all this money. She goes, Mom, did you know that he's even turning his death into a competition? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, when he dies, he wants all of his friends to put a hand on his casket or where, however, and the last person that's left standing there gets like the Mr. Beast Enterprise. That's that is terrific. You know, I, there's a lot of hate towards Mr. Beast. Really, it. I don't know anything about him. Only what my kids tell me, and I don't really see it. Only other than I, I it's probably just backlash, jealousy. Of, I think so. And listen, the guy, listen, he's a, he's just a kid. He was kind of a punk shithead that made these prank videos that are hilarious. Like, he's dynamic. He's built an empire. And he does good. I'm like, I said to Olivia, how does he have this much money? She goes, because he has subscribers. It's I all said, views. But it's he has subscribers because he has money, right? Like, he's just giving away money most of the time. Well, I think so. I think a lot of sponsors came on board first. Now he's able to generate a lot of that money himself and come up with big prizes like that giant squid game contest that he came up with. I did see one of his videos where he like had adults in one room and kids in another room. Yeah. And like you were only allowed in these certain perimeters and you couldn't leave the room. And like, so they were seeing if the kids lasted longer, if the adults lasted longer. And the the room kept getting smaller. Like they kept like fixing the lines so that they were smaller and smaller. And I think the kids won. They are smaller people though, to be fair. Yeah. (laughs) And kids are dumb. They don't know. They're not smart enough to know how dangerous the world is. And like we have like the placebo (laughs) effect too. Like I think as adults, I'm like, do I have to pee? Right. Uh, Yeah, I could pee. I could pee. Uh Uh-oh. Is it an emergency now? It might be an emergency. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
that shit happens. I get in my own head. I would never, I wouldn't stand a chance. Like he got shit for, I mean, the term was kind of embellished a little bit, but for essentially curing blindness for 10,000 people. Like he helped, there was a minor surgery you could get if you had a, a like level. cataract of, surgery? Yeah, if you had a level of cataracts, there's a minor surgery you can get and he funded for 10,000 people. Well, that's pretty remarkable. So now, you know, if they didn't have 20-20 vision, some of them had blur, some of them had no sight. Now they fully restored sight in wow. 10,000 people's head and then people, all he's just using it for the views. Here's my thing. If you ask any of those people, hey, if I can cure your shit? blindness, but this guy's going to be using you for clout on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Like if you, if somebody's starving and you say like we're gonna feed you for a little while but you know it's for views they're not gonna be like well you know I think I'd rather starve yeah well the starving thing is different I think I don't think so well I mean it is different have you seen some of those videos I, I haven't seen any of so them except film that one themselves not Mr Beast but people film themselves feeding homeless people that's okay just, that's gross it's extremely self serving that's really gross oh much. Uh, I know what you mean generally, though. Yeah, like I just don't, I I don't think, yeah, like you said, I just don't think the people who are in dire straits for one reason or another are going to mind if it's like, sure, yeah, it can be gross to watch people, you know, exploit these people, but I think that the people would rather be exploited than not. Yeah, and it didn't look (laughs) like, you know, the, the only way he profits is more well i guess monetarily i guess it, olivia he says profit, he's a really but, great guy and like yeah. if there's one thing my seven-year-old knows it's people's i will criticize him uh and uh, the whole jake logan paul prime energy thing i mean that stuff is so expensive so well, mr beast has the cookies have you bought i don't know anything except for the fact that when i gassed up at an so my kid had to go to the bathroom and he went in and he came out and he goes oh my god they have prime and i was like what is prime yes. and he's like it's an energy drink and I went in and I read the ingredients and it's a bunch of bullshit that I wouldn't feed my kids. Yes. And I said, and also you guys don't need any energy. If yeah. you had energy, I would die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like if you had more energy than you already have. So he keeps wanting one of these days, I'll probably let them split one. But they say it's, the, is it Mr. Beast that does Prime? No, Prime is uh, either Jake or Logan Paul, one of the Paul brothers in KSI. My nephew's same, obsessed with Prime. Now, they also have the water. It's not all energy drinks, so you can okay. get them a water. But, yeah, it's, again, it's all crap. Like, they start, they're, they're, they're at Costco. They're yeah. They're at Costco now. You can get a case for, for like, 30 bucks. Yeah, it's, and the Mr. Beast cookies are, like, 15 bucks. And what, are, did, did they give of, you energy? Or? It's a box of cookies. He's also got the chocolate bars. Are they energy things? No. Oh, they're just normal just cookies. Yeah. Okay, that's just stupidity. Uh, at our mall here, the uh, showcase, the As Seen on TV store has them all. I can't go in there. There's too much Mario I stuff. Know, I buy I all it. of the Mario stuff. Last time I was in there, they had fucking the Mario hat with the raccoon ears. I'm like, oh my god! I don't god. even care how much this is. They do? Yeah, not anymore. I bought like them a winter all. hat, like the Mario hat, like the full like <gasps> Mario plumber hat. With oh the- my god! Yeah. Yeah, that's from Mario Three. That's the P wing. It, no, it's called the Tanuki. Okay. Tanuki. I think that's what my kids say. I don't know. Fine then. <laughs> Whatever. Why did you get so mad? Because you bought all the good hats. <laughs> okay. Why do well, you love Mario? Now, why do I love Mario? You have the hots for him? You well, I mean, for I, if I was going to go for anybody, it would be Luigi. Mustachioed. Oh, really? Yeah. Why, skinnier? That's nice. No, you know who I do have a crush on, though? An actual crush, and Bowser? I always have? Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they all look the same. No, Raphael's got like he's brooding. He's very sexy. What the fuck? He is. Very. Didn't you ever see like the actual no. movie, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah. And like Raphael goes off on his own. Like he's got to fucking think. He, he's deep. 
And wow. Splinter has to go find him because, like, you know, they need him back. Rafa, he's got the size. Yeah. I wasn't like, I think I was like eight when that movie came out. I wasn't thinking like, oh, my God, Raph, he's brooding on his own. No, he's sexy is what he is. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, how do they order pizza in the sewers? <laughs> and like I said to you earlier, cartoon pizza for fucking get about it. Like the way the cheese oozes and everything, mm. there's nothing more delicious looking than like fake pizza. Did I tell you the best pizza in town? And then we'll get back to the pod. No, tell me. Metro. Metro what? The grocery store. What? Yeah. Call ahead. Stone ovens. Uh, I have a stone oven. Okay. Well, nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Metro, the grocery store. Best beats in town. When I first started dating my husband, I said something along the lines of like wanting a pizza oven. I also wanted to install um, like a red wine dispenser into the fridge. Good call. <laughs> he, uh, for one year for Christmas, he bought me like a $2,000 pizza oven. Mm-hmm. And it's got like all like the big like stones and everything. But it's really hard because it, it cooks a pizza in 90 seconds. And so I would be like inside like doing the doughs and stuff like that and getting the pizza arranged. And he'd be out there. He has the, um, it's called something. Tons? Spit. Okay. Is it a spit? Uh, yeah, yeah, the pit kind of is a spit. And so he would, you have to turn it to get like the right angles on it, right? But I, I couldn't keep up with how fast the pizza would cook. <laughs> and it's always like everybody, all of our guests would eat their pizza. And then I'd be like, you know, the last person still eating my pizza while everybody's like getting drunk and playing outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Assholes. I do like a good, yeah, Metro, eh? Yeah. And you have to call ahead? No, but you either that or you have to spend 40 minutes in Metro. I mean, I could do that. Well, financially, it's not sustainable. Oh, okay. For anybody. <laughs> it's quite expensive. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to this. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm sidetracking. I'm leaving here to go to Metro, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, May 3. So this story also involves a submarine, and our victim here is Kim Isabel Frederica Vol. It's Wall, but it's Vol. Okay. she's from Sweden. Uh, Kim is probably one of the most impressive people I've ever read up on. Mm. She was born March 23rd of 1987. She was an award-winning Swedish reporter after attending high school at Memor Borkela. Yeah, that's it, for sure. Kim went to Lunds University in Sweden and studied peace and complex studies. That's a wicked course. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But just wait. And there's more. (laughs) But wait. Act now. (laughs) She would later get her bachelor's degree in international relations from London School of Economics and Political Sciences in 2011. Apparently, that school is very hard to get into. Uh, Yeah. Uh, She would also study in Beijing and graduated from Columbia University in New York after studying international (laughs) affairs. Also. (laughs) I'm like, I went to radio's college in North Bay. (laughs) But to be fair, you're really good at radio. That is more or less a fake statement, but I appreciate the sentiment. It's true. But. Also at Columbia, Kim would get her master's um, in international business with an extension with a focus on journalism. (laughs) Oh, and in her downtime, she was also learning Mandarin, which was super chill. Oh, my God. Because Mandarin, I I heard that it's like easy peasy to learn. Yeah, languages based on symbols instead of letters. Oh, yeah. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) And for her time at Columbia, she would receive a scholarship from the Sweden American Foundation Anna Roosevelt was a CEO and member of the committee, and she would say, everyone who receives a scholarship is super competent. These are the top abilities. You will get it because you are that good. Wow. That's it? That's all she, that was the end of her 
lackluster academic career. She doesn't have time, man. <laughs> she's out there she's giving, handing out scholarships <laughs> to fucking people that are have more brains in their pinky fingers <laughs> than I have in my entire body. <laughs> but some of Kim's work would appear in The Guardian, Vice, Time, The New York Times, and Slate. And her pieces have been translated many different times and into many different languages. But not Mandarin. She probably did that herself. Yeah, she didn't have she just <laughs> uh, wrote I got, it. We're going to send this to a translator. No. Actually. Please. I got this. I could translate that in my sleep. Give me a pen. <laughs> so on Thursday, August 10th of 2017, Kim and her boyfriend, Ole Stobe, were preparing to host a going-away party at their place in Rev Shalun. It's got symbols in it. Rev Shalun. Reb Shalun. Okay. I put it into the translator and asked it to tell me this word in Denmark. Yeah. And Reb Shalun. Reb Shalun. Yes. Um, which is an island in Denmark, which for the record has a remarkably low crime rate. So we probably won't hear much from Denmark for the pod, but... I think generally those Nordic countries have a pretty low crime they have, rate. Like, no wonder she has so much education because all of their schooling is paid for. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. They actually, I think statistically are like one of the happiest like their depression rates and stuff like that are really really low over there wow Mm -hmm. the swedes they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. so the couple had planned to move to china so this was a chance for them to say goodbye to all of their friends right around the time that their first guest arrived kim received an email from a man named peter madsen is this ringing any bells Mm -mm. okay peter was a well-known entrepreneur in denmark oh he was born January 12th of 1971 to Annie and Carl Madsen. Carl was 30 years older than Annie. And Carl was also verbally and physically abusive to the three children that Annie had before she and Carl wed. Oh, God. And when uh, Peter was only six years old, she would take the other children and leave. As it was well known that Peter was Carl's favorite and Annie was sure that he would not hurt his golden child. So she had three before him, mm-hmm. and Peter was their child that they shared. So from a very young age, Peter was absolutely fascinated with submarines and rockets, and his dad would share in those interests. At 15 years old, he developed a meter-long rocket and on his own would launch it on March 3rd of 1986. It would reach 330 feet before crashing back down to the ground. I mean, I... Done that. <laughs> Mine reached actually 400 feet, so. Model rockets. I did uh, 150 and two something was the highest. How do you find out how high they go? Uh, it's the charge. So the battery or the char- whatever they call it, the blast you'd have to buy. And there's, you know, 60, 120s. I, I think that's how it worked. All right. I don't I'm going to take your word for it. I actually remember. We lived in Florida at the time. Model rockets. Surprised I'm still single. Can I just ask you a question? Go do ahead. you think... And this is not a slight. Mm-hmm. Do you think you might be responsible for the Blue Jays not winning the World Series? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Because you were in the States for the two years back-to-back that they won the World Series. Is this a sore subject for you? Did I just like... Well, not up until yesterday when I realized that uh, this year I am, uh, I think it was two and seven for wins and losses in the nine games I've been to. So, I mean, normally not that sort of subject, but just with what transpired yesterday, <laughs> I'm fine. It's like, it's like we celebrate our nation's birthday or anything. <laughs> 
really sorry. I mean, to be fair, in your defense, it's really hard for them to get into the World Series, right? Because mm-hmm. of the suckiness of the team. <laughs> that we because were of the fact that you're in Canada. Yep. <laughs> JK, LOL. Thank you. So, TY. So it would reach 330 feet before crashing back down to the ground. Didn't hurt anybody. We're all good. Madsen never had any real formal education, but he was technically a genius. Okay. Um, Madsen married his first wife in 2011 at the age of 40. We don't have any information on her. Her name was never released, and I'm sure she would hope to keep it that way because once we really dive into who Peter is, he's a piece of shit. Oh. So anyone in the right mind would want to distance themselves as much as they possibly could. Should we issue a piece of shit warning? Uh, trigger warning, he's a piece of shit. As an adult, Peter would build three submarines, uh, the UC-1 Freya, the UC-2 Kraka, and the UC-3 Nautilus, the last of which we will be talking about today. Really? I would think the Kraka. <laughs> Small, uh, what's the issue? We have a crack. Wait, in what, what vessel? The Kraka. You are, wait, you're shitting me right now. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> the hole in the thing. The hole's been breached. So this was considered a midget submarine. Little person. <laughs> Little person submarine. <laughs> I don't. Just say smaller. <laughs> oh boy, I'm sorry. Midget submarines. I mean small. So I don't know. Submarine. I don't know what's happening. It's a rapper like Little Sub. <laughs> Lil Little Submarine. Oh God! Thank God this is a Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was first launched on May third of two thousand and eight, and it cost about two hundred thousand U.S. dollars to make. That's it. Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. Um, So Kim had been trying to get an interview with Peter for quite some time now. She had even had an open line of communication with him for a little while, a few months earlier, but that dwindled off. So on this night, they had arranged this get-together, and Peter had emailed Kim and said that he wanted to give her the interview that she wanted. Mm. And he would like to do it aboard the UC3 Nautilus. After discussing it with her boyfriend... What a flex. (laughs) Yeah, sure, I have the interview, but uh, listen, my office is doing some renovations. You want to hop aboard my homemade <laughs> sub, the Nautilus? Um, it's actually way darker than that. Oh, hi. Do you want to come into my sub? <laughs> the Nautilus. Right, I forgot it was. Yeah, it's not the morning show. Yeah, I forgot yeah. the tone. It's not just... Tara, hey, what's up? Tara's my just giving you information a on a sub. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to get bad. Yeah, that's uh, right. I get confused where I am. <laughs> so after discussing it with her boyfriend, he encouraged her to go. Probably. Erroneously. He would probably be not thrilled with his decision later on, but who knows? Who, who knows? would ever possibly have known that? You know, Peter was a well-known public figure. Everybody mm. knew who he was. He was this eccentric entrepreneur that was inventing all these submarines. So it was only supposed to be about for two hours that she would go and uh, she could return to the farewell party afterwards. He told her that this was an opportunity that she would not want to pass up. So neither Kim nor Ode could have known that before contacting Kim, Peter had contacted four other journalists hoping to get them on his submarine. But they had all declined. Mm. By the time that Kim decided to go, 10 of her guests had arrived and she had informed them that she would return shortly, and at about 7 p.m., the Nautilus would depart with only Kim Vall and Peter Madsen on board. I'm sorry, so the call for the interview came while she was at, having the party? Right, like, so he said, like, party. 
It's now or never. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, listen, to her I, husband, got a jet. Her yeah. I got to go. This is a big opportunity. Yeah, of course, babe. Get out there. Yeah, this is big. Yeah. Oh, that poor bastard. And him and like a bunch of their friends would also hop aboard a sailboat and they would watch as Kim left and like they took a few pictures. So there is like a few pictures of her of. just going out. Mm. So she would wave and they waved back at her. And no one could have known that this was going to be the last time that they would see Kim Ball. They also could not have known that Madsen had just spent hours watching snuff films. Oh, my God. Are those real? Well. Like, fuck. mm Mm-hmm. So he was trying to get himself worked up enough to do the unthinkable. Snuff films, by the way, are films of actual brutal crimes like murder and rape and just beating the shit out of people and just being a general fucking asshole. Usually with a sexual undertone. Mm-hmm. He had also packed with him bondage straps, a knife, screwdrivers, and a large wood saw. (sighs) Kim did have a video camera with her that has never been recovered. So Mm. Kim's boyfriend, Ode, said that at first he was receiving text messages from Kim and everything was seemingly fine. And it looked as if she was having a great time. Her last message read, I'm still alive, by the way. I'm going down now. I love you. He brought coffee and cookies. Mm. And then the messages stopped. And the time kept ticking on. On the two-hour mark, when Kim was supposed to be home, it came and went. And by 1.30 a.m., Ode called the police. On August 12th of 2017, Peter Madsen was found and rescued by the Navy from a sinking submarine. He had swam out to a lifeboat, but Kim was not on board the submarine. After questioning him about Kim's whereabouts, Peter said that he had dropped her off safe and sound the night before at a waterfront restaurant. But the security footage told a different story. And he was placed under arrest for the involuntary manslaughter of Kim Ball. Hmm. In their investigation of Peter Madsen, authorities would come to see that he had a large collection of snuff films and that he was even once asked to leave a BDSM club that he was part of. Like I said, Peter was married, and it was said that their marriage was an open one. And at least two of his mistresses would come forward and say that Peter would almost always take things too far and that he liked to wrap his hands around their neck. Oh, jeez. He then tried to say that he was going into the sub and the heavy hatch had fallen on Kim's head, killing her and forcing him to discard of her body. But 10 days later, this story would also change because that's when the naked torso of Kim Vall would wash upon shore. Oof. Her legs, head, and arms had been sawed off. Mm. Sorry. So he said now that while he was on the surface, Kim was below deck, and she somehow had succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning. And he would claim in order to get her through the small hatch opening, he was forced to dismember her. I I mean, and and just happened to have a saw on us. That's exactly right. A wood saw Uh on a submarine I suspect is not made of wood. Or in need of sawing, I wouldn't think. (laughs) (laughs) So again, he said that he discarded her body at sea. But divers would find Kim's limbs and the saw and the knife all wrapped in plastic. Mm. They also would eventually find her head, which clearly had no signs of having been hit with the door hatch, which I Mm -hmm. think we already figured out. Yeah. Uh, Her torso, however, did show 15 stab wounds, 14 of which were located in the groin area. Jeez. And inside the groin area. Oh, Sorry. Of course, his charges at this point went up, and he was convicted of murder and sentenced to life behind bars. For a genius, this guy was a sloppy idiot. Yeah, really. 
since he had been in jail, Peter seduced a female prison guard before she was transferred out of that prison. Um, So My Favorite Murder did this case when it first happened in 2018, and they said that he looked like an ugly version of Daniel Craig, and that's very accurate. Really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... He also briefly escaped from jail. Oh, okay. Before being caught only about 400 meters from the prison. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> For this act, Peter had an additional 21 months tacked onto his prison sentence, which, like I said... That's it? For the death of Kim Vall was a life sentence, but sadly in Denmark, a life sentence only carries a term of 16 years. Wow. So with the new charge, he was nearly at 18. He also met a woman who would later become his second wife. Her name was Jenny Kirpin. She's a self-proclaimed artist, and the two tied the knot in December of 2019. But thankfully for Jenny, she came to her senses, and the couple divorced in early 2022. And to quote Jenny, she said, It was a hard decision due to the whole situation. It was a moral choice as almost all serious steps in life. What the hell? I think she came to terms that he was a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Started to believe it. And look, that was the quick uh, wrapped-up case of the murder of Kimball. Wow. Crazy, eh? Like, what a fucking bright light that got completely taken off the earth, though. Yeah, like all that, all that brain, like just the the intelligence, right? And, and so to I go think through all that schooling. Her parents now have it's like the Kim Vall Foundation, and it's to fund like what Kim was working towards was like trying to give people a voice who didn't have a voice. Like mm-hmm. she went to like impoverished countries and stuff like that, and did a lot of articles on that kind of stuff. She went to Sri Lanka and did a big piece on that but so what they want to do is fund people that don't have the voice oh wow yeah so yeah. i mean of course good came from it because how those yeah. people fucking made this person like yeah, she's no incredible shit. so they must be pretty incredible too but that is a it's a sad one but like horrifying like that would be like a horror being movie in the water too what are you gonna do even if you fucking overpower him you don't know how to steer this thing well and it's yeah and it's not like you can just escape and jump into the water like you're in the water already. Too deep. Like, Yeah. No, that's terrifying. I learned about myself that I, and I didn't think I really had any fears Mm -hmm. until I tried to go scuba diving. Mm -hmm. And I instantly had a panic attack. And it's just like, first of all, your breathing is a little bit labored because you're breathing into like this small thing, right? So it's different than normal breathing. And just completely being out of my element. Like, I'm just... And there's I'm, pressure on your chest. It like was terrifying. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. And, like, we had already paid for, like, us to go down and do this. And then I was like, I don't think I can do it. And so I sat on the boat for a bit and I, like, tried to get my wits back. And then I tried to go under again. And, like, right away, I was just yeah. like, I, I don't have it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't... And it was a fear that I didn't know that I had. Wow. So this is a terrifying situation that Kim was put in. And she was, you know, just trying to be the best at what she did. Was this guy out to kill journalists or something? He was like, out to just kill women. Right, and um, that was the easiest way to get somebody to his sub sure, was because sure. he was extended. Everybody wanted the story, I guess? Or? He he um had made a couple because he hired mostly people that worked for him were like on a volunteer position mm-hmm. and he had made some like offhanded jokes about having them under there and like doing things to them and stuff like that and they just thought it was him being an ex- eccentric weirdo. Yeah. But, wow. uh, Apparently, he's not just an eccentric weirdo. He's a piece of shit, too. All right. Don't trust people with submarines. Yeah, that's the understatement of this. You can take one thing away from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And stop visiting sunken ship. <laughs> Don't do it, guys. <laughs> okay. Thank right. you so much for being our patrons. We love you. Bye. Bye.